Welcome to the Daily Dime presented by lineups.com. I am Jason Gilbo running through tonight's MLB contest for FanDuel and DraftKings, uh, talking about wherever you need to go for your cash and tournament lineups. Uh, really good pitching slate tonight, uh, a ton of arms. We have nine games, no real weather concerns, uh, although there are some pitching advantages. Looking in uh, Chicago, you do have the wind blowing in about 10, 12 miles an hour. A uh, really cool night there. Um, bumped off Cole Hamels also facing one of the league's worst offenses. So, uh, But as I said, there is a ton of pitching options. We already have a couple lineups out already. Um, as always, not a ton of value on DraftKings at the moment. Uh, this is kind of something we're having to dive in as more lineups come out to see if we get those fillers uh, just because their algorithm right now is uh, a little more balanced uh, than we have seen in prior years. Uh, but overall, let's let's dive in. Let's talk some of these pitching options, uh, where I'm headed in terms of cash games. Uh, really like Jacob DeGrom uh, in this spot against San Diego on the road, um, getting a, a Padres offense that, that has some power. Uh, it's a lot of right-handed bats, so we look at DeGrom. They still strike out a ton. Um, you look at DeGrom, I mean, 34.8% strikeout rate this year. He's been phenomenal outside of, you know, one or two starts uh, where he had looked really healthy. Uh, that fastball was really working his last start out. Uh, so really like him in this spot. Not too expensive. Um, you look for him on DraftKings. I mean, he's only 10-2. Not too bad there. Um, next best bet, I do really like Cole Hamels. I'm going to talk about Garrett Cole in a minute. Uh, but because Cole Hamels is only 9K, offers up a little bit of a discount uh, from some of these other arms. Hamels, not a big strikeout arm, but obviously gets this Marlins team that doesn't have a lot of potential. Uh, tonight's matchup and just on the season, they're striking out a below average rate against left-handed pitching anyway this season. Uh, Hamels, a guy, good control, 24% strikeout this rate this year. Has an ex-flip rate around 3.51. Um He's a guy that I'll be looking to. Uh, we just saw him pitch in the same matchup. It was on the road you know, a few starts ago. Uh, this is really where you should be heading with one of these two guys, at least in your lineup for tonight. Uh, and then, as mentioned, I really like Garrett Cole in this spot. He's home. He's a minus 269 favorite uh, against a Royals team that has an implied total of three runs. Uh, just a good overall spot for Cole to do some damage. He leads the entire slate in strikeout percentage uh, with 37.6%. Those numbers have carried over from last season. He's got an X-Whip in Sierra under three. Uh, like him a lot in this spot. Not too expensive. He's a little bit more than DeGrom, uh, but great spot for him to pick up a W. Uh, in terms of GPPs, uh, we're looking, you know, Blake Snell is a guy who has a ton of strikeout potential. Uh, walks has been a little bit of an issue the last two starts. His last two starts were both against Kansas City. Struggled in both of them. Um, I'm reserving for guys a little bit in better form on this slate. Uh, so I don't think Snell's going to be a guy who makes my cash game cut, but I do want to get some GPP exposure. Uh, it's a Dimebacks offense that hasn't really been that bad this year. I, I think a lot of people wrote them off after the Pollock and Goldschmidt departures, uh, and we haven't really seen a huge drop-off. Um, but overall, Snell's obviously a guy with a ton of strikeout upside, 34% strikeout rate this year. Um, but as I said, you know, last few starts have been a little bit rocky. Uh, I'm going to save for GPPs. On the other side, that Mets-Padres game, Chris Paddock, uh, a guy who's been phenomenal this year, 29% strikeout rate, 7.4% uh, walk rate. Uh, gets a Mets team that's, you know, not bad, but there are some strikeouts within that lineup for Paddock. Not a guy who goes terribly deep into games, which is why I'm kind of just reserving him for GPPs uh, and hoping for that breakout. Maybe a couple other guys get shelled. Uh, also, not a tremendously great spot for wins. Um, I think because you're going to see guys like, Chris, or, uh, guys like Blake Snell around him, 
with higher ownership. Cole Hamels, uh, you see him as kind of more of an ownership leverage play at best. Uh, then we look at Max Scherzer. He is the other option uh, I'm looking at for GPPs. Fine cash game guy as well. Uh, I know he scuffled a little bit. He's added a couple of rocky outings, but look at Scherzer. I mean, 377 Babbitt this year. Uh, his ERA doesn't match ERA estimators. He's been a guy who's fine. The home runs really haven't been there. 33% strikeout rate, pinpoint control. Uh, watch that Cardinal start. It just was, you know, bad outfield play led to some runs and just overall a lot of cheap hits. And I feel like that's been Scherzer's case this year. Uh, so I do like him a lot. Um, curious to see if people are off him or not, just given the fact that his form has been a little bit under uh, the radar just because uh, of his fantasy outcomes of late. But I mean, when you get Scherzer at these prices, this is a guy who's 10K facing a Brewers team that does have some strikeouts within that lineup. Uh, and overall, I mean, just uh, sure is there 10K, ton of strikeout potential, uh, can drop 25 plus DK points, 50 plus Fando points on any given night. Uh, curious to see if people go back to the well there or not. Uh, so let's talk some offenses here. Well, let's start in Baltimore. You got Boston who really heated up over the last few weeks in Chicago. They got some bad pitching um, and were able to do some damage. Um, we are seeing a lot of guys start to get going here. Uh, Mookie Betts finally. Uh, J.D. Martinez just absolutely crushing the ball. Uh, but they get a lefty here tonight. Uh, means kind of a league average lefty. Does have some swing and miss stuff. Um, so it's not he's not awful. Um, does a lot of some hard contact and some fly ball rates. Uh, we look at him. He relies a lot on that fastball. Uh, and that's just something that these guys just eat alive. Uh, and will throw that change up a lot to right-handed pitchers as well. It's not a bad change up. Um, but overall, I mean, we look at Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Alexander Bogarts, Michael Chavez, uh, a lot of these guys in the middle of the lineup that can really do some damage. Uh, they cost a quite a bit, uh, but overall, the, the upside is definitely there. It's a good ballpark. Um, you know, you do have a little bit of value. I mean, Steve Pierce has looked absolutely awful at the plate. You have to wonder about his health at this point. Um, he is close to Bearman on Fandle if you want to roll the dice there at first base and get some value in. Uh, it's not the worst option in the world, um, but overall, he is a guy who's in poor form, but I mean, historically has crushed left-handed pitching. Uh, and then you look on the Baltimore side of this game, and you got Smith, who's, who's making a start here. You know, we're probably going to see some – Weird spot starts from guys in Boston with David Price hitting the, the IL uh, and also with Nathan Neal Valdi out. So they're a little bit shorthanded. I don't think this is a bad spot for, for some of these guys in GPPs. I mean, Mancini, Nunez, Dwight Smith. Uh, these are guys with some power all over a 200 ISO against right-handed pitching this year. You also have Jonathan VR who has some stolen base upside and 370 Woba for righties. Uh, so Baltimore is an interesting GPP way to go to make yourself a little bit different tonight. Uh, let's head to Minnesota and Toronto. Uh, kind of some mediocre totals here. You have Martin Perez, who's you know been a little bit better this year. He doesn't throw that sinker as much as he used to. He's relying a lot on the cutter, uh, a lot on some of these other secondary pitches, mixing in a changeup every now and then in a curve. Uh, not great whiff rates on him. I still think some regression's coming. I mean, 4.71 XFIP. Uh, walk rate is a little high, nearing 10%. Uh, gets a Toronto team that just really hasn't – uh, hit well this year. I do think you can take some GPP shots and like Randall Gerchuk, uh, Justin Smoke, Brendan Jury, uh, Vlad Camaro Jr. So there are some power bats. Um, there's just a lot of guys that have high strikeout rates that you're not going to get too excited with for cash games. 
then on the Minnesota side, uh, Marcus Stroman, usually a guy I don't love to target, uh, just has a high ground ball rate. He's mixed in a really good slider this year, uh, which has given some strikeout rate, as, uh, some strikeout potential as well. It's not a matchup that I like Stroman in. Um, there's just so many guys that have been crushing the baseball for the Twins this year. Uh, the offense is the reason why they've won 20 games already. Uh, but looking at like uh, Max Kepler, Jorge Polanco, really at the top of this line, especially the left-handers where we saw Stroman struggle with last year, uh, I do like. Hard contact, he's still giving up. It's nearly about 40% of both sides. Um, you're kind of rolling with a lot of hot hands here with Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Rosario. I think they're an interesting GPP stack uh, against him. We've seen Stroman struggling in that last start against Angels, which is a little bit surprising against that offense. Um, so if the slider's not working, we've seen Stroman rely on that sinker ball a lot. Uh, just a lot of guys who hit that pitch uh, at a really good rate and who get some good lift rates on it. Eddie Rosario especially, uh, and Jorge Polanco absolutely crushes it. So I do like those names quite a bit in that Minnesota side. Uh, skipping ahead, uh, you can look at the Rays here. They're not my favorite offense at home. Um, you know, Merrill Kelly's kind of a league average righty. He's been able to go out there and get the job done. Um but overall, I mean, I'm not too excited on this slate. I think there's a couple interesting names like Tommy Pham. Uh, both both low, uh, Nathaniel and Brandon are interesting plays uh, at the infield positions. And then you have guys like Kira Meyer and Avisel Garcia who have some pop in the outfield. So uh, I don't mind going this rate. Uh, you look at Kelly's a lot of 247 ISO to right-handers, 349 Wilbur to lefties. Uh, hard contact, not really there, but he's given up a pretty good line drive rate, especially left-handed hitters. So uh, don't mind it. Uh, interesting spot here for the Nationals. This lineup has been god-awful. Um, just due to the injuries, you're missing Rendon, Trey Turner, uh, Zimmerman, a lot of names here that just make this lineup look really, really bad. Uh, and that's definitely a reason why they have under a four implied total on the road in Miller Park against Eula Chassin. Um, this is a spot that you kind of expect Washington to crush in, especially Chassin's been one of the worst pitchers in baseball this year. Uh, walk rate way up. Um, Strikeout rate's basically been non-existent. He's allowed about a 190 ISO to both sides of the plate. Um, ton of fly balls, ton of hard contact. He's a guy who relies on that slider, and that slider just not missing many bats, allowing a 42% hard contact rate. Uh, and the power just hasn't been there against it yet, but I think there's a lot of potential for some of these bats. The problem is there's not a lot of power within it from the left side. Um, Matt Adams not projecting the lineup tonight. You do have Adam Eaton, not a big power guy, but I do like him as a value outfielder in this spot. Uh, and I don't mind Jan Gomes hitting fourth or fifth in the order tonight. Usually I like to target him against lefties, uh, but he's definitely a fine option. Uh, then we move to Philly and St. Louis. Uh, this is an interesting spot here. Uh, Miles Mikolas is a guy who was great last year. Uh, pinpoint control still has it. Uh, was a guy who rolled a ton of ground balls. Now this year just hasn't looked the same. He doesn't miss a lot of bats. Contact rate, 84% for opposing hitters, under a 15% strikeout rate. Um, I think it's a good spot for kind of some contrarian Phillies bats who uh, have been really hit or miss lately. Uh, Reese Hoskins, 352 ISO against righties. I know Bryce Harper hasn't been great this year. He's striking out a lot 30% of the time, uh, but 209 ISO still against righties. And then you have guys like Segura, McCutcheon. Uh, I don't hate Oduba Herrera as a value outfielder. Uh, same thing with JT Grimuto. I think they're an interesting stack to go with tonight. Um, on the flip side, um, you look at Vince Velasquez. A uh, guy who's allowing some power to right-handers uh, and a lot of hard contact, 53% fly ball rate and hard contact to both uh, to right-handers, 246 ISO as well. 
Um, Velasquez is a guy who does have some strikeout potential, um, is working that slider a little bit more to right-handers, uh, but still using the fastball a ton. Uh, so I think interesting here, you look at you know Goldschmidt, DeJong, Ozuna, uh, all with over a 200 ISO against righties. Even Matt Carpenter from the left side is a guy I'll, I'll look to get with. Uh, still hitting the ball extremely hard, um, but just a lot of guys are throwing a lot of off-speeds toward him, uh, which is his definitely kryptonite. So. Uh, as we get into the later games, uh, Chicago, not a great spot uh, for you know, just the overall hitting atmosphere, uh, but it's not the worst spot in the world against Alcantara. Um, not a lot of great price guys. Um, you do have Zobra, Schwarber, Hayward if you need some cheaper left-handed bats at the bottom of the lineup. Uh, Baez is $5,900 on DraftKings. I can't pay that price of the pitching tonight. Uh, but I do think Rizzo's really good. Really heating up. 411 Woba against right-handers. 322 ISO on the year. Uh, Rizzo's a guy that I'm looking at for first base. And if Daniel Descalso's leading off, uh, I know he's been questionable the last few days, missed some time. Uh, he is a guy that I have some interest in as well. Houston, uh, really the last offense that I want to talk about tonight is Houston. Um, bit expensive, although I really like Jose Altuve. 188 ISO against right-handers this year. Uh, hard contact has been up. He looks healthy at the plate, uh, so I don't mind going to the well there. You can get some value in the back half of this lineup against Junis. Uh, Junis is a guy who has majorly struggled with lefties this year. 407 Woba, 231 ISO, so you can't go there. Brantley, Reddick, uh, those are your two lefties in this lineup, but you know I don't mind like the Guriels, uh, Robinson, Chirinos, uh, some of these guys in the back half of the lineup that you can get away with. Uh, Junis is a guy, not a bad arm. Uh, when his slider's working, he can miss some bats, but when that slider is off, we've seen him absolutely get shelled. So uh, Houston, uh, definitely a, a team to look at. Both them and Boston are the only two teams with over a five implied total tonight. Uh, other than that, I think it's going to be a really great slate, a lot of pitching. Uh, so be sure to head over to lamps.com. Uh, there's a couple of cheat sheet articles up, and you can take a look at those, uh, which I did for tonight's slate. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday.